This is the Public News Service Daily Newscast, March 21, 2022. I'm Tramel Gomes. Day one of Judge Katanji Brown Jackson's Supreme Court confirmation hearings, the first black woman nominated. Pope Francis released a plan to reform Vatican bureaucracy, creating a new department to prevent sexual abuse. And parts of both the Earth's poles are, quote, freakishly warm, between 50 and 70 degrees hotter than normal. In the northwest, the kelp forests of Puget Sound are feeling the strain. In steep decline, kelp is vital for salmon and whales, for humans as well, says Todd Woodard, Natural Resources Director for the Samish Indian Nation. Indigenous people, both on the First Nations and the tribe side, are working very hard to try and figure out what's happening and what can be done to mitigate for it. Kelp is actually part of the solution to warming temperatures, adds Betsy Peabody with the Puget Sound Restoration Fund. Underwater kelp forests provide some of the same CO2 sequestration that terrestrial forests provide. The tipping point between energy sources, burning fossil fuels versus renewables may be here. Eric Galatis drills down in Colorado. Many Coloradans who have experienced years of drilling near their homes believe it's time to end the nation's dependence on fossil fuels. Retired nurse Terry Fitzgerald works a small farm with her husband just east of Durango. She supports ramping up wind, solar, hydro, and geothermal production. The Mountain West has everything it needs to be really innovative and take care of all our energy needs with what we have already. The U.S. House of Representatives has passed legislation that would scale up investments in clean energy, and the Senate is considering similar legislation. State Representative Joe Webster of Pennsylvania says the volatility of the market speaks to the need for the U.S. to move toward energy sources such as solar and wind. If you realize fossil fuels are the funding source for Putin's war in Ukraine, in the short term and in the long term, solutions to our crisis right now and the gas prices begin with reducing our reliance on fossil fuels. Some good news from Arkansas. A new report shows sustainability practices are taking root and green jobs are on the rise. Emily Scott reports. From solar panel technicians to some construction jobs, nearly 1,400 green workers in the state were needed in 2021, according to analysis from Working Nation and MC Burning Glass. At Isbell Farms in central Arkansas, Chris Isbell made the switch in the 1970s to growing rice on zero-grade fields, which helps conserve water. He adds that it's too important to turn back now. This is what the consumer wants. The market has gone to sustainability, and we are able to do that. This is PNS. In the so-called Great Resignation, reporter Eric Tegadoff finds nonprofits are being hard hit. Some have cut back services. Liz Moore heads the Montana Nonprofit Association. She says nonprofits have some built-in disadvantages that make it harder to recruit workers. She says the lack of workers has dire consequences for some service providers. In some cases, it means they close a group home. That has happened where you have people who are receiving disability services living in a group home and they just have had to close. Moore says leaders in Washington, D.C. could take steps to help, including continuing and expanding the charitable tax deduction and employee retention tax credit. We are asked to stand in a gap, and that's our job, and we take that job, and we take it seriously. But as the demand goes up, it's really hard to continue to stand in the gap effectively, especially with a staff that has been doing that for a couple of years on pretty thin margins. 
The worker shortage also means employees have more clout to force changes in the workplace. Eric also took a look at a new law in Washington state. The Silence No More Act, which passed in the 2022 session, allows workers to file lawsuits for discrimination, harassment, retaliation, and wage and hour violations. It prohibits and nullifies non-disclosure agreements or NDAs on these issues, which the state already prohibited in sexual harassment cases. Kelly Carson with the Washington State Association for Justice says non-disclosure clauses covering workplace violations are on the rise in contracts people sign at the start of a job. The original use of non-disclosure agreements was to protect trade secrets, and that still is in place. Nothing in this bill affects that, so that's still allowed. But in recent years, they've been increasing incredibly as a condition of employment. California has passed a similar law. In Congress earlier this year, a bipartisan effort pushed legislation across the finish line to make it easier for workers to sue employers in cases of sexual harassment. Missouri is taking another tack to help get people back to work. Lawmakers are looking to make a successful workforce development program permanent. Lily Bolke has more. The Fast Track Workforce Incentive Grant Program provides full tuition scholarships to adults 25 and older who want to get a short-term credential or a degree in an area designated as high need, such as allied health, computer science, business, accounting, or education. Missouri's Higher Education Commissioner Zora Mulligan notes the number of applications have almost doubled in the last year. When we look at the kinds of things people are studying through Fast Track, they're things that really make sense. If you think about the areas where there's a lot of openings in your community and where people have an opportunity to make a good living. Recipients of these grants are required to graduate, stay in Missouri, and find eligible employment within a year. Otherwise, the money defaults into a loan. They're also required to maintain employment in the state for at least three years. This is Tremel Gomes for Public News Service. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.